The following includes descriptions of physical violence, sexual violence, and graphic descriptions of autopsies. Hey listeners, welcome to episode 58 of TGIC Podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Izzy. And today we're doing something totally different. Yeah, you know, we wanted to spice it up. I guess, yeah. We are totally straying from true crime, like, all together. And we wanted to do something new and fun and different, and we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories! Um, that was cool. That thank was you, cool. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, we don't have that... Okay, also, can we just talk about really quick the fact that Jillian and I don't use microphones anymore? Izzy's obsessed over this. I honestly, I'm kind of freaking out over this because, okay, here's the thing. We never tried podcasting without microphones. We just assumed from the beginning we were supposed to. So yeah. we started out using shitty ones, and then we, like, switched to, like, better ones over the time. We were like, oh, my God, our audio has improved so much. Well, by an accidental mistake last week, we realized we actually, um, the audio sounds better when we don't have microphones. Yeah. We never tried this. Ever. Um, in there, the two years. In the two years that we've been doing this, uh, there's no feedback, and I... I'm dumbfounded. I'm really confused. The amount of time that I've spent trying to figure out how to make those microphones sound better and all I needed to do was unplug them. It's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, so or yeah, that. if you know you noticed our audio sounds better, we didn't invest in more stuff. We no. actually divested. Divested. Is that a word? Deinvested? Deinvested. Deinvested does not sound right. No. Deinvested sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to say it. Okay, anyway. Yeah, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Um, anyway, the way we're going to like kind of do this is Izzy's going to share a conspiracy theory, and then I'm going to share one. And we didn't like research each other's. We just kind of picked ours separately. Yeah. And so we're going to do like live reactions. So we're going to get started, but Izzy's going to just say something so that we don't yeah. get canceled first. You know, okay, so let's just talk about conspiracy theories very quickly in a general sense. So uh, conspiracy theories can become like dangerous, and there are definitely conspiracy theories out there that we chose not to touch on that can be like perpetuating or damaging stereotypes, and like they can perpetuate very bad you negative just ideals. Emphasized like the wrong words. Did I you did? hear yourself? I did. Say that? I know I'm dead. <laughs> you said that. I was reading it weird, and I was like, that yeah. was wrong. Yeah, you said like something about like <laughs> how they damage stereotypes. I was like, isn't damaging stereotypes good? You emphasize emphasize the wrong thing. It wasn't like you read it wrong. You just emphasize the wrong words. They create damaging stereotypes. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, once the threshold is crossed, it starts to touch on, like, major historical events or racism and, like, science denial. Like, a line needs to be drawn specifically, like, um, things about COVID-19, like, flat earthers, vaccines... And then politics, politics. I don't want to talk politics. We literally talked about that in class. I be TOK. 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 Can I just comment? Is like ruining my conspiracy theory mind. Like I want to believe in everything so badly, and my TOK teacher is just like, no, you don't want to believe in anything. Um, girl, I'm a walk-in pseudoscience. Like I, (laughs) (laughs) like I literally am. Like I was in TOK the other day, and they were like pseudosciences, astrology. Oh, also sorry for anyone who doesn't know, TOK is a stupid class you have to take if you do the IB diploma. It's called. 
theory of knowledge. Just do that with what you will. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So I was like talking, or we were in that class. And Dylan and I are not in the same class, unfortunately. But it was like pseudosciences, tarot cards, crystals, moon science. Izzy's lifestyle. <laughs> Literally my lifestyle. And everyone had to pick a different thing to research, and everybody researched that. And then you had to go up to the board and choose what you <laughs> thought was the most like me- like fake or like you thought was most interesting. And yeah, let's just say I was the only person who chose... like. Um, alpha males or something. You picked alpha males? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so yeah, they're di- like, we just wanted to stay away from it, and that's why we chose two conspiracy theories that were like, I feel like pretty well known. Yeah. Well known and like, not to the point where it's getting to the below the iceberg part of conspiracy. We're not. Theories. We're not doing any. What the What the fuck sorry. did you just do? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. Sorry if you heard that. Izzy just like smacked her ice roll onto <laughs> her desk. Sorry. Um. Yeah. I think we picked things that are not going to be very dangerous or like you know bad. We're not disputing science. Yeah. We're There's just. There's problems with disputing science. Exactly. Well, actually, I'm disputing psychology a little bit, but that's fine. Psychology can fuck right off. It's basically made up. <laughs> Think about it. It's mind science. That shit's always changing. It's made up. It's always changing. Things are always changing. It's flexible. It's flexible. It's not yeah. like health science. Exactly. Because I will not deny science. Psychology? Yeah, There's design. a reason it's called a social science. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. And also, what she, like she's talking about is like my favorite conspiracy theory ever. But anyways. You're, so, you're going to start. Yeah, I'm going to start. I'm talking about the Denver International Airport. Have you ever been to the Denver International Airport? I have, actually. I, I've never been. I've been You used to go times. skiing, right? Yeah, okay. I used to go skiing. And uh, I don't remember any of this. I was kind of young, and I wasn't really looking for it. But, like, reading about it gave me shivers. Shiver me timbers. Anyways, the conspiracies behind the Denver International Airport are plentiful, and there are many that range from, like, interesting to, like, crazy So, the Denver International Airport opened in 1995, and since then, it's been the target of many conspiracy theorists. So, because of the beginning of many of these, like, these rumors always started because it was supposed to open in, like, October of 1993, but there were so many things that went on, like... Because of delays, like changes to the design and contract disputes, that it was completed in 1995. Oh, wow. And they actually ended up spending over $3 billion more than originally anticipated. Oh, more than originally anticipated. That's a lot of money. (laughs) $3 billion on an airport. So, just really crazy. And also, I think it was fine to talk about this one because the Denver International Airport actually began to, like, lean into the conspiracy theory as a sort of profit. That's kind of funny. Which is really funny. Like, it's also pretty smart, like, marketing-wise. It's really wise. smart. Like, they use it to feed into, like, the capitalist chain of, like, <laughs> corporations. and Cat Stratford. Thanks. And this has made the airport more of a tourist attraction than anything. Like, they literally released a bunch of media, like, articles and videos that disproved many of the conspiracy theories, which is just so cringy. Like, they literally, like, recorded themselves and posted it to YouTube, and they were like, we do not have lizard people in the basement. That's pretty funny. What are you talking about? That's pretty funny. Now, onto the food court. Like, literally, it was just, like, stuff like that. And their website, you look at it, and they're like, we disproved this. 
Like, you're publishing the media. Like, why do we trust you? We have no reason to trust you. Fair point. Anyways, yeah. And some, like, brief, like, information about the airport is that there are six known levels below the airport. And most likely more that we don't know about. How many levels are normally below airports? I've never really thought about it before. I don't know, but six seems very excessive. Okay, also, how big is this airport? Because I thought Atlanta was supposed to be the biggest. And this sounds bigger than that. Or it's is like Atlanta two the, miles. Is Atlanta the busiest? Atlanta's the busiest. Okay, it's, like it's a not big the biggest. Hub. I don't know if it's the biggest, but, like, the Denver International Airport's, like, two miles, I think, in total, like, surface area. Mm. It's crazy. That doesn't sound like a lot. No, it doesn't I'm sound like a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. And, like... A lot of people think that, like, the extra levels can be acquainted to the extra money spent during the original development. So what's down there? So what's down there? Well, you have a little (laughs) partial answer, but I will explain it more later. So we're going to talk about some of the conspiracy theories attached to the airport. So first off, secret societies. So it's believed that the airport itself was built by a secret society. Most likely, there are three main ones. So, the New World Order, which has ties with Nazism. Ew. Gross. The Freemasons, which is one of the world's oldest secular fraternal organizations. What does that mean? Frat boys? It's like a big frat for, like, rich old white men. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then the Illuminati, which was, like... A short-lived Enlightenment-era secret society, but some insist that it's still active. Like, you remember have, when people used to do that thing with the Illuminati? They'd walk up and do, like, a triangle. They'd be like, do you yeah. Illuminati confirmed? <laughs> do you remember used to do that in elementary school? In, like, middle school, school in elementary yeah. school? Yeah. They, like, did not know what they were talking no, about. I didn't know what they were talking about. And they were like, about. Beyonce's in the Illuminati. They'd be like, the Illuminati, now neck yourself. <laughs> Like, Illuminati boy! <laughs> oh my god. All this stuff, I, like, if anybody older than, like, the age of, like, 18 is listening to this right now, I'm so sorry. Like, this makes no sense to you. But yeah, Illuminati, everyone knows about it. So, some of the biggest evidence which supports this theory is that the airport's south entrance hold a, holds, like, a capstone, which is, like, like a pedestal thing, oh. which was dated March 19th of 1994, and the stone sits atop a capsule which holds, quote, messages and memorabilia to the people of Colorado in 2094. Oh, a time capsule. A time capsule. I just sent you a thing on Instagram about how we should make time capsules. Sorry, you I just did? thought of that. Yeah, it's kind of Oh funny. my god, I need to look at that. I need yeah. to re-download Instagram. <laughs> Anyways, further, this, like, granite marker depicts the square and compass symbol of the Freemasons. Oh, the Frat Brothers. Yeah. And the claim is kind of dismissed by the airport, obviously, and they insist that this is just a desi- like a dedication to the Masonic communities in Colorado. But I beg to differ. Why? Why? What is that dedicating? Like, what did you put in that box? Like one of their heads or something? Like a keg? <laughs> what? Does that not make sense to you? Yeah. Don't laugh and at like me. And like keg and loafers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, in terms of the connection to the New World Order, many, I actually showed Jillian this earlier, but Sorry, many conspiracy theorists connect them due to the fact that the runways of the airport form the shape of a swastika. Yikes. Which is just, oh my God. I, I feel like that can only be intentional. How do you get exactly. that like through like design work or and whatever? And like it doesn't seem like it makes sense. Like, no yeah. other freaking airport does that. Yeah, I don't see a lot of airports that are look like swastikas. No. And also, like, it literally doesn't make sense. Like, what is an airplane going to do? Like, do a 90-degree turn in the air? Like, I don't I don't I, Like, it literally makes no sense. But it looks like a swastika if you, like, look it up. It's really disturbing. It's really disturbing. 
Um, the next thing is the underground tunnel slash like levels system. So the underground tunnel system has been a really large conspiracy swirling about the airport. And it has ties to the fact that like many people believe that the secret societies which created the airport made the bunker in anticipation for the apocalypse for like oh. America's most like prominent people. Interesting. Which is interesting. Okay. And another claim is that these tunnels have something more supernatural in nature, like lizard people. Oh, wait, you and weren't portals. kidding about lizard people? No. Oh, I thought like, you were people kidding. actually That's think what that. I talked about in TOK. That's like a real conspiracy theory. I know. I, I, lizard people, I looked it up. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. Bigfoot, I can believe. Lizard people, no. No. And also the fact that, like, people think that they, like, shift into, like. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, like, have you seen that video of that lady? Who was it? Who, like,. Katie, I think it was Katy Perry. Oh, wait, wait, I think I have seen that. <laughs> and they were like, she's a lizard person. Look how she blinked. Poor Katy Perry. They also thought she was Dominic Ramsey. <laughs> I remember that. I remember when we talked about that. Well, I mean, everyone's kind of like, oh my God, Katy Perry could be Dominic Ramsey. And I'm just like, no, what? that doesn't even make sense. Excuse me. Yeah. And the airport kind of insists that the tunnels only extend it to the outer walls of the airport and that they were only created for the sake of employees but many disagree. And they also said that these tunnels house, like, a debunked luggage transportation system. Oh. So just, like, underneath the frickin' airport is all these, like, like rails for luggage. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they literally had to shut it down because people were losing their luggage and never getting it back. It was, like, falling down all the... Lo- <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad. And, like, they were, like, breaking down and stuff, so they literally had to shut it down. So, like, nothing is being used down there. Yikes. Anyways, um, so yeah, now those underground floors are just kind of dormant. Um, the next thing is just, I don't know. Like, these next two things are kind of like... This is my favorite. Weird. This is the only thing I knew about. Yeah. So, first off, we're going to talk about the gargoyles and the horse. So, the gargoyles are stationed on the outside of the airport, looming down on travelers as they enter the seemingly dark doors of the Denver airport. Mm. So, the gargoyles themselves are grinning and are just not the typical accoutrement for airports. I mean, when do you go into an airport? What was that word you just said? Accoutrement. Did you learn that today? No. Oh, I've never heard that word before. That's a really cool word. I'm yeah. going to go tell my lit teacher about that word, actually. You should. I you think, should, you should use it, it in mock trial. it should be one of our vocab words. Um, don't, don't make fun of my mock trial use of words. Um, <laughs> Anyways, you should listen to Toxic Positivity if you want to hear more about mock trial. <laughs> Gargoyles. That, like, the, the ones, all I can picture is, like, you see Ghostbusters? You've seen Ghostbusters, Yeah, I've seen right? Ghostbusters. Yeah, I just always picture, like, the things from Ghostbusters when I see gar- think of gargoyles. Yeah, which makes sense. And I feel like a lot of people, like, the airport's like, oh, they're a good omen and they're protecting the airport, whatever. But others see them as, like, harbingers of evil. Harbingers of evil. Look at you with your words today. But, yeah, basically saying that they're bringing evil to the airport. Mm. Um, And also, a very large symbol associated with the airport is Blucifer, (laughs) who is the massive blue horse sculpture with red eyes on its back legs stationed outside of the airport. He's whack. Yeah, he's whack. He's a whopping 32 feet tall and is standing, like, on his hind legs, totally in, like, attack stance. Mm-hmm. And it's blue and has red eyes. Like, that's just terrifying. His eyes look like traffic lights. That's what they I was do. noticing earlier. Jillian said they look like cameras. Yeah, well, because, like, Which traffic like, lights have cameras. That's what it made me think. Yeah. I only knew about Lucifer because my mom, like, went to Denver and she was telling me about it. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked him up. <laughs> that's so weird. And also, apparently, um, the sculptor who made Lucifer named Louis 
Luis Jimenez was killed. He was he had worked on it for a decade, and he was killed when a piece of the sculpture fell and severed an artery in his leg. That's awful. And it killed him. That's awful. I so so this horse is evil. This horse is literally demonic. Like that is why they call him Lucifer. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is apocalyptic imagery. So the airport holds artwork by artist Leo Tanguma, and this is very concerning. So the murals are huge, and they span across the entirety of the airport, and one of the most notable pieces is called Children of the World Dream of Peace. Hmm. And the piece depicts scenes of death and war, and a soldier in the image is depicted wearing a gas mask and holding a machine gun and a knife. Meanwhile, the little baby children are in, like, colorful outfits and they're shown laying down their weapons beneath a, quote, rainbow of peace. So essentially, for you, those of you confused out there about why this is bad, um, it just, it basically, conspiracy theorists believe that it's kind of depicting, like, the Holocaust and war and, like, apocalypse, whatever. Okay. Just, like, more like the shrouded meaning behind it. Gotcha. Not necessarily a direct meaning. And then there's also other murals and pictures throughout the airport that display other violent and gory and apocalyptic imagery, which is just not what you would expect in an airport, right? Yeah, I mean, Atlanta airport's got, like, pictures of Atlanta. And corn, flying corn. They have corn, what? Yeah, have you never seen, like, the exhibit with, like, the corn? No. And it's, like, okay, veggies and, like, whatever. You know the corn song? Yeah, I do. Okay. I love that song. I like the, I like the corn song. <laughs> I like the corn song. <laughs> the corn song's good. <laughs> and the airport kind of explains these murals by saying that, like, they have a good message. And that they're also, like, they just, I don't know. They, they seem really weird to have in an airport. Okay. That's just going to be that my fair. opinion. A lot of people take these more serious than I feel like the other things are about the airport. And I mean, just look up the pictures for yourself and say that they're not, like... Weird representations of violent war. And I think it's just weird how many things there are in, like, combination with each other. Yeah. Like, yes, I think they were leaning into it a little bit, but also I think they might have taken it a step too far. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah! I'm excited for yours. I literally randomly picked this. I was going to do something completely different, but then I was like, no, I want to do this. Okay, so I'm talking about the Mandela effect. The best. And it's a phenomenon that was initially shared by paranormal researcher Fiona Broom. And the theory involves a variety of false memories that are shared by a group of people, like, collectively. And the name actually originates from a collective false memory about anti-apartheid activist Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. He, there's this thing that a lot of people claim to remember him dying in prison in the 1980s. And thousands of people have reported this memory online. And whether or not this is actually true can't be verified, but there's a lot of people that seem to have this false memory. And this I always find crazy. it funny because... But I mean, we're gonna go into like a lot of examples. We could talk about our different takes on the Mandela effect. But I always thought when I like first heard that, I actually I don't know if this was just because I was like, no, actually I find this weird because I'm pretty sure Nelson Mandela. You can actually let me fact check fact check this real quick. But I'm pretty sure he died in 2013, which is yeah, yeah, which is the year that we learned about Nelson Mandela in school. Oh, that's correct. So weird. However. 
I don't remember learning about him dying. I thought when we learned about him, he had died years ago. And that's why this has always, like, kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Because I don't, like, you'd think it was really significant, the fact that it lines up with him dying and us learning about him. But I swear when we learned about him, he, he wasn't like, dead. Or he had been, he dead, had been dead for a while. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if that's, like, me misremembering and being, like, falling into this. Or if that's, like actually like something weird but I don't know I mean that makes sense like I remember being in middle school and learning about David Bowie dying and everyone like freaking out about it and I didn't know who David Bowie was really at the time in like sixth grade David Bowie's dead yeah I didn't know that girl David Bowie <laughs> I didn't, died I didn't in like know. 2016 I didn't know David Bowie was dead to be honest though like the only thing I know David Bowie from is the labyrinth <gasps> so I'm just not like I'm not aware Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, Sorry. That's, what, <laughs> that's what my mind goes to. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about examples because the Mandela effect, like, examples are so fun. Okay, the first one is, like, from Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars person, but if this Me resonates neither. with you, maybe it maybe it does. The line that people have, like, really popularized is, like, Luke, I am your father. Mm-hmm. But the actual line is, no, I am your father. That makes no sense. I literally remember seeing, like, shirts and stuff with Luca and your Oh, yeah, no, people marketed off of it, but that's not what the actual line is. Like, people just, like, changed it. I don't don't know if people... See, this one, I always feel like people just changed for marketing purposes. Yeah. Not necessarily it was one thing. To put more context into it. Yeah. Okay, the next one fucks me up a little bit. Do you remember that book about the bears? Yeah. This is, like, the most famous example. There's... I swear to God, they were called the Berenstein Bears, not the Bernstein Bears. Yeah, no, it's it was the Berenstein. Why would it be spelled like Stain? I only like Stein makes so much more sense. That is an actual last name. Why would it be Stain? No one says that. Nobody says that, and it's more difficult to like to pronounce. I yeah, like. I don't no. know, and it's just it's it's weird. Okay, the Monopoly Man. Many people remember the little like Monopoly dude having this a monocle. This one messes me no, up. No, because I definitely thought he had a monocle, and he does like not have a monocle. I literally like. I feel like if you would ask me to draw the Monopoly Man, I would draw him with a monocle. Yeah, no, because you picture him with a monocle. Yeah, I, it's like I just I thought I don't, I don't know why I have that association. Yeah, but I do. Yeah. Okay, this one. This is this one we were talking this about. Is awful. This. We've been talking about this for like hours. The Fruit of the Loom logo, because actually I'd never heard of this Mandela effect example. No, me neither. Apparently the logo does not have a cornucopia. No. I'm fucked up over I this. I refuse that. For so many reasons, because I remember when I was in, like, fifth grade and I read The Hunger Games for the first time, and they referred to, like, the cornucopia, mm-hmm. the only reason I knew what a cornucopia was was from the Fruit of the Loom logo. Yeah. How would that happen if there was no cornucopia on the Fruit of the Loom logo? Like, I literally remember talking to my mom and, like, being in Target or something and seeing underwear those... Fruit of the Loom and being like, what is that brown thing <laughs> behind the fruit? And she's like, oh, I just spit on you. Did you really? I didn't even notice. <laughs> so, that's really gross. <laughs> she's like, oh, that's a cornucopia. And I was like, huh? I, yeah, no, I, I'm so I'm so stuck on this. Yeah. Okay. So also, apparently it's Looney Tunes, like T-U-N-E-S, not Looney Tunes, like no. T-O-O-N-S. See, I didn't watch Looney Tunes, but I thought, why wouldn't they do double O's? Because yeah. double O's has a better ring to it. It does. It just looks better. Yeah. Also, it's sex and the city, not sex in the city. I would but have I've not. always thought it was sex in the city. Yeah, sex and the city doesn't make sense. Oh, no, I've always thought it was sex and the city. Oh, I thought I said sex and the uh-uh. city. They, they sound, sound so similar. They sound similar. I think that's what happened there. People just said it too quickly and people got confused. Yeah. I've always thought it was sex in the city, though, because I learned about the Mandela effect thing before I watched sex in the city. I can't tell if you're saying sex, sex and the city. It's sex and the city. That's it. They sound so similar. Yeah, How they do. How have you seen sex in the city? 
I'm not interested in like older women hooking up with old men. They're not old. They're like in their like twenties and thirties. But the men look really old. The men are kind of old. Yeah. Like one time they one of them dates a woman. <laughs> okay, I'd watch that. <laughs> the like three episode jaunt. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, then also apparently. Um, what do you... Okay, I'm going to ask you. Did Curious no, George have a tail? I never remember him having a okay. tail. And I always was like... No, he definitely... He doesn't have a tail. He doesn't have a tail. And I, like... I watched Curious George every single morning as a child, and I know he doesn't have a tail because I used to think, like, it was weird that he didn't Yeah, exactly. Some people remember him I was having like, a tail, and I think that's weird. He too human. Like, that was my issue. I was like, he looks too human. Some people remember him having a tail. I think it's full of shit. The pictures that I've seen with a tail edited on, the Look color fake. doesn't even match. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't buy that one. Uh-uh. That one's a little off. I think people just associate him because he's a monkey. He would have a tail, but I remember. But like, he not didn't all have monkeys tail. have tails. Well, yeah, I think pretty sure all monkeys have tails. No, chimpanzees. Oh, really? Oh. I mean, okay, they technically don't market him as being a chimpanzee. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't remember him having a tail, so I don't know why people always say it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this one bothered me a little bit. It's Febreze, like, with one E in, like, F-E-B-R-E-Z-E, not, like, Febreze, like, F-E-Breeze. Yeah, that, yeah. Isn't that weird? That's weird. That's just, like, weird marketing to me. That's just like, weird. That's just that doesn't make Why sense. would they do that? Like, I don't... Like, you're I was, missing such a good opportunity. I think I just always assumed it was Febreze, because that would be, like, the smart thing to do, not the stupid thing to do, but whatever. Okay, there's also no tea in Skechers. That kind of bothers me. That bothers me a little bit, but also, like, I feel like writing it when I was little, I would always write it Skechers with the T, because Sketch. Yeah, well, I think that's what makes sense, and I don't, yeah. I don't know. Okay, also, there's no black detail on Pikachu's tail. Like, on the end? Like on the end, there's no there's no black detail. Isn't that weird? Because I thought he, I thought there was one. Yeah, what? Dude just has a yellow tail. I literally remember that. I think that's like made up, honestly. Like I'm like uh, the fact that he doesn't have a thing on his <laughs> tail really. Theorists, like <laughs> the fact that there's no black thing on his tail really bothers me. Not that I watched Pokemon frequently, no, but every once in a while, Jordan would have. A, can I say my brother's name? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I must have said it before. You've said it before. I, we've just, like, had to stop too many times today because we keep saying people's names. Anyway, <laughs> my brother used to have Pokemon on every once in a while, and I swear to God, po- Pikachu. Po- Pokachu? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu had a black I'm thing sorry, on his tail. I'm sorry, like a fart noise on my nose. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just... I'm sorry, today's been a mess. Today's literally been a mess. Okay. The next one is, it's the Flintstones, not the no. Flintstones. And that bothers me, not that because I watched the Flintstones. I ate the gummies. I, no, I had that too. I was going to say, I had the, like, yeah, the daily the vitamins. I didn't have the gummy ones. I had the little, like, <gasps> you they had were... the chalk ones? Yeah. You psychopath. I loved the chalk ones. They're like Smarties. No. I had the sour ones. And ew, I loved ew, the blue no, one. Ew, no, you're a psychopath for that. I loved the blue I like one. the I still eat too. gummy vitamins. Do you really? I should like get on I should get on that. My dad and I both eat gummy vitamins <laughs> like children still. Okay, the next one I have is the color chartreuse. Oh, no. I, okay, some people think it's green, which it is green. It is green. But some people also think it's magenta. And it's like green. that throws me off because it's definitely green because I'm my studio art teacher in middle school. She had the tables like set up by different like colors yeah. with fancy names, and one of them was chartreuse and it was green. Yeah. Also, isn't that one in the name of them Ninja Turtles? <laughs> I've never watched Ninja Turtles. I, I don't know. No, I just but I, Ninja Turtle. Ni- no, Char- they're like. Girl, they're like. The names of, like, philosophers. I don't think... I knew it was chartreuse because no, in um, Coraline... Wrong. Yeah, I know you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. In Coraline, the other mother's like, what color eyes would you like? We have vermilion, chartreuse, and, like, the eye color changes. I didn't get that size. far in that movie. 
That movie was my comfort movie as a child, and I stand by that. I still can't watch that movie because it scares me. The fact that we can be friends and we have that major difference is incredible. I love that movie. Anyways. Okay, next one. The line is magic mirror on the wall in Snow White and not no. mirror mirror on the wall, I, which cracks me up because that makes that spinoff mirror mirror like incredibly stupid. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie with yeah. like Julia Roberts? I actually looked at the cast for that yesterday because I was looking up the movie. I didn't realize how many famous people are in it. It was like Julia Roberts, Lily Collins, who has been like every Disney live action princess. Exactly. I didn't realize that. Um, Army Hammer's in it. <laughs> it's like a really like interesting ensemble cast, of people. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, also, some people think that America has 51 or 52 states. That's, like, just really stupid. I'm, I'm sorry if you believe that. That's really stupid. I, like, I was talking to my mom about this one the other day, actually. And what? I was, Did you think that we had more than 50 states? Well, okay, no. But, like, the thing was, I remember people always adding on two. Or, like, one or two. But it was always, like, people would either say 48 or 50. Okay, I do remember people saying so, 48. So, like, it was always, like... Well, because 48 doesn't include Hawaii and Alaska. Yeah. So, it was always just, like, never the right number. I never thought specifically that it was 51 or 52. I just, like... Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I do Like, re- I remember I do hearing remember people that. say different things. Yeah. Okay. This one is funny because... So, it's, you know, like, Smokey the Bear? Yeah. It's not actually Smokey the Bear. Uh, it's Smokey Bear? No. And I think this Wait, is funny. Wait, I literally have a sweatshirt that says... Smokey. Wait, do you have a Smokey the Bear sweatshirt? She literally just went to go retrieve it. I don't know how much you can hear, like, how like her moving around in her room, but she literally went to go get it. What does it say? Oh, it doesn't even... It doesn't say anything. Oh. Oh, it just got him on there? Yeah. Okay, because... I have a funny thing. That sweatshirt is white, and I literally had to stop wearing it because I kept getting stains on it. <laughs> Okay, I have a funny story about this. So I was at the thrift store. I do this thing now where when I'm at the thrift store, I buy shirts that I just find amusing. Yeah. So I have, like, a men's 2XL T-shirt of Smokey Bear. But when I got it, it, it's, like, it's got his face on it. It's literally from, like, Old Navy originally. Yeah. And I got it, and it says, like, you know, only you can stop wildfires or whatever the thing he says is. When I got it, my parents were, like, I I didn't know who Smokey the Bear was. Or Smokey Bear. Whatever. And my parents were, like, oh, my God, you got a Smokey the Bear shirt. And, like, everyone says Smokey the Bear. Why the fuck would it be Smokey Bear? No, Smokey Bear makes no sense. It's Smokey the Bear. Yeah. Like, I, Smokey Bear Smokey really bothers bear me. No that makes it sound like he's, like, a stoner or something. He's constantly, yeah. like, and, like, Smokey the Bear is more like, oh, Smokey the Bear. Like, yeah. it's kind of like Yogi Bear, like, they're cousins. Exactly. I don't know. I don't well, know. that would only make sense if it was Smokey Bear and Yogi Bear. That's a good point. <laughs> but some for some reason, Smokey the Bear works and Yogi Bear works. Okay, yeah. Okay. Anyway, this is the last one because I was actually floored. I had to text Izzy about this. This is weird. This is embarrassing as a true crime podcaster. I didn't know this. The fucking Lindbergh baby. I I thought this was a cold case. I thought I thought this was like up there with like John Bonet's like like America's greatest unsolved Same. mystery. I thought this baby like disappeared and people freaked out over it because it was like a cold case that was never solved and this baby could just like be out there somewhere. I literally thought there were theories about the baby just being out there somewhere. No. This the baby's body was found, he was murdered, and the killer's been like put in prison for like several I didn't years. know this. I thought this was, like, unsolved, totally cold case, and that's why it was, like, people yeah. were so struck by it. I, I like, thought it was a cold case. I don't understand, as a true crime person, how I did not know this. Like, why don't people discuss this more? Because I thought because it was a cold case. Because I thought case. it was a cold case. I'm so stuck like, on I this. Like, I swear to God, I remember seeing, like, America's Greatest Unsolved Mysteries. Right? And looking at it and seeing Lindbergh Baby. Right? And never okay. wanting to cover it, because I was like, that just doesn't, like, I don't know. No, I literally thought that. 
Okay, anyway, so now that we've, you know, screwed you up a little bit with some examples. Screwed you up. I'm going to tell you some causes. Okay, the first three are, like, psych ones, and then the last one is paranormal. Yeah. Um, Okay, the first one. False memories. This is something we learned about in psych last year, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, So memory is just highly malleable, and it's subject to suggestibility. So basically, if people start, like, saying stuff, you might, like, kind of... Oh, yeah. Like, morph into your own memory. And this also kind of has to do with this thing called confabulation, which is a type of false memory that a person can spontaneously create to compensate for a gap in memory. And then once they, like, do that, they kind of accept it as fact. Like, let's say I don't remember what I ate for lunch today, but I eat a turkey sandwich every day, so I kind of, like, just fill that in and accept that as fact. And while that is true because I do eat a turkey sandwich every (laughs) single day, what if, like, today was different and I just, like, ex- assumed, assumed it. it wasn't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like if I asked you what you did last Tuesday, you'd probably say what you typically do on a Tuesday, but you might forget a small detail. Yeah. And that's just weird. Anyway, so that's an example of that. And so, like, sometimes if people don't remember, like, a historic thing, like maybe when Nelson Mandela died, they might just accept something that makes sense. Like, a lot of activists will die in prison. So yeah. maybe they'll just assume that, like, Nelson Mandela died in prison. You know what I mean? It's kind of just, yeah. like, a thing that makes sense. And then people tend to accept it as fact when people ask about it later. And another example is, like, I remember this has happened to me so many times. When you're with a group of friends and they're like, oh, do you remember when this happened? Like, not talking to you specifically, but to the group. And you're like, oh, my God, yeah, I remember And you that. weren't there? And you weren't there. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Because I've done that before and that is, like, one of the most it's embarrassing It's so embarrassing. And you're like, oh. And I will genuinely think. And people just brush it off. They're like, no. okay, ignore that. And I, was, I, like, will genuinely think I was there. Or, like, it's really awkward, too, like, because we live in the age of, like, social media. Yeah. It's possible you saw pictures on Instagram and just kind of, like, thought you were there. Like, put yourself into the situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay, the other thing is called priming, and it's a psychological concept that suggests a stimulus will cause people to more narrowly focus their response on that stimulus. So the way that this is applied in the Mandela effect is that when people see stuff online about these false memories, they might just think that they have the same memory too. Ooh. And I feel like I've definitely fallen victim yeah. to this. I stand by some of my stuff with the, the Mandela effect, yeah. like the Lindbergh baby and the cornucopia. I will stand by that because, like, that's just yeah. what it is. Some of the other ones, though, like, I could feel like maybe I was, like, persuaded just because I saw it on, like, I think the Mandela one probably just, like, jacked up my memory a little bit. Exactly. But I, I will die with the fact that I did not know the, the Lindbergh baby was, like, actually found dead. Same. In the cornucopia? The cornucopia bothers me so badly because I had associations with the cornucopia. Exactly. It's the only reason I knew what a fucking cornucopia was, so why wasn't there no cornucopia? Exactly. And I remember... I'm so angry about this. I literally remember it. Like, I don't know. Okay. So now this is for the fun part. Another thing that can be attributed to the Mandela effect is alternative realities and parallel universes. Mm -hmm. So some people also believe that the Mandela effect is evidence for the existence of alternative universes. And there are some theories in physics that actually suggest that there are infinitely possible universes. Manifestation! Yeah, it's kind of tied into science like a we. Quantum physics. Not really, but like a little bit. Yeah. Um, And Broom, who is the original researcher that suggested this theory, suggests that the Mandela effect is the result of these universes like kind of interacting. Like they kind of like brush past each other and like intertwine and then go back out. Yeah. So like, you know, the cornucopia thing, like that that existed in an alternative universe. It touched our universe for a bit and then went back out. Because like time isn't linear. Yeah. And so it kind of like people think that it's evidence for that theory but unfortunately there's just like no actual scientific evidence to back this up it's kind of more of like a somewhat tied into physics like light theory but also think about it like this there was no evidence to back up why an apple would fall a hundred years ago now you have physics which still doesn't make sense what 
Like, I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, there isn't evidence for this now, but, like, there will come a time when there's evidence. Yeah, okay, that, that's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. You lost me a little I, bit Yeah, there. I was, yeah. I think the Apple thing happened more than 100 years ago, too. Five million years ago. No, it was it was less than that. But okay, I think it was like seventeen hundreds. I want to say. But didn't it, it hit like, that guy in the I, head? I, I he was it. like, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I watched a reenactment of that on like the Discovery <laughs> Channel thing. You did not. In fourth grade, they put it on. It was literally from like the nineties or something. It was this reenactment of this dude dressed up like 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 one of them colonial men, and he was sitting in a field under like a like a tree. A, a tree. And then like somebody just like dropped an apple on his head, and he was like, oh my goodness, physics. He's I like, watched that in fourth grade. That is such a clear memory. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, these was these were these, these was, was <laughs> these were our conspiracy theories. Um. If you want us to do something like this again, reach out. Let us know. If you mm-hmm. want to talk about conspiracy theories, also reach out and talk to us because we are we, interested. We will. Um. Tune in again in two weeks for episode no, not sixty. I typed that wrong. Episode fifty nine. <laughs> and in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at tgic.podcast. Bye. Bye.